the following episode of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast deals with the death of a professional wrestler that happened earlier this week. As such, listener discretion is advised. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, as long as you're 21 or older, Michael Hill, Jason Holder, proudly bring to you the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast! And if you're not done with that, go listen to something else. Welcome back to another week of the Whiskey and Wrestling Podcast. This week's going to be a bit of a somber edition of Whiskey and Wrestling. Earlier this week, the news came out that uh, independent wrestler, ROH star, uh, ROH tag team champion Jay Briscoe passed away tragically in a car accident. So... Jason and I asked a couple of our friends from Travelers on the Omnibus to come in, and we're going to kind of do a ROH retrospective? Kind of, yeah. Um, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot happening in the ring this week. I mean, we could talk about how there was a, what looks like a terrible heel turn from Soraya and Tony Storm, things like that, but realistically... You know, we got a a guy here who has been, first of all, he was like 38, I think. Yeah, he was 38 years old. Uh, He was in a car accident with his daughters. Yeah. Who are currently, they're currently stable, according to everything. One of them has had, 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 had to have multiple surgeries already on her back. Uh, She can, she has feeling in her thighs but she as of the last time i saw an update yeah, I could seen. not feel her toes she could not move her lower legs and these were active active young women who were involved in cheerleading yeah. and you know um, they they may never walk again you know the but, briscoes just won the tag titles from yeah. ftr in that double dog collar match which was phenomenal the the outpouring on twitter around this guy was ridiculous a who's who of wrestling Absolutely. About him. Even even WWE. This guy never wrestled for WWE, was never involved with any WWE product, anything. At the beginning of uh Raw, I believe. Yeah. No, it was the beginning of uh well, No, it was it was in the was, middle it, of, it was the middle of NXT. NXT. Yeah. Because yeah, because I was because I dropped that in with uh, oh, hey everybody, my name's James, James McCarthy. Travelers on the Omnibus. And we got hey, Jody, I'm so. Jody. Okay, um, no, I was watching uh, NXT and um, Vic Joseph, who's their play-by-play guy. Like a, a match had finished, and he goes, it, we, "The news had already been out." And then he goes, "Like we have some breaking news uh, from the wrestling family. Uh, Jay Briscoe um, it passed away." Which Again, yeah. class maneuver. More so, um, I don't know if we how far we would dig into this, but there was supposed to be a faux funeral that yeah. night. Yes, um, the uh, I believe the new and day was supposed to do it for the uh, yeah. for pre, uh, Pretty Deadly. They were going to have a fake funeral yeah. for Pretty Deadly's title shot. Yeah, yeah. and both uh, and then Shawn Michaels and the New Day said, "No, no, stop this. this right here." Yeah, we we can't do that. And and, and props to them for that. Yeah. yeah. So that, so this week. We're drinking some Jameson. Jay's got some Jägermeister. Over I am there. a contrarian. So there's a go. Um, Jody's got some Sprite. Jody's got Sprite. So, uh, it's, gonna, it's mixed with something just to so make just to keep up with the alcohol thing. But we dude. were trying to decide what we wanted to talk about on ROH retrospective. The thing is, you know, most of us haven't really watched a ton of ROH. It was very hard to get, uh, but all of the people that made their outpourings on on 
line, mm-hmm. right? Most of our favorite wrestlers right now have come through ROH at some point. Yeah. So we're going to raise one to Dem Boys. Uh, we're going to raise one to Jay Briscoe. Yep. Uh, Jermaine and his Pugh. Brother. Yeah. Jamin Pugh. Yeah. His brother, Mark. Mark. Um, Jay's wife and children, especially his yep. children. His, God bless yeah. you both. His yes. wife and well. kids. So, you know, prayers and thoughts, all that kind of good stuff to yep. you guys. Cheers to you. Cheers. As we all reach around the table to try to cheer. So. When it um, comes to ROH. Yeah. I would say ROH is probably the preeminent indie wrestling it, name. It uh, after was, ECW. After pre- ECW folded. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, almost that borderline of not independent. Mm-hmm. There for a while, ROH did have a TV deal with, I think, Access. I think with Access, but also they were, because they were owned by a Sinclair they Broadcasting. Were by Sinclair. They were on the Sinclair. Uh, yeah. They were on the Sinclair channels as well. Most people didn't get them on TV, or if mm-hmm. you got it, it was they didn't play them until like 1 in the morning, that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But just sitting around the table, we were talking about names that have come through ROH. So right. People like Seth Rollins, mm-hmm. CM Punk. Daniel, Joe yeah, Joe. Brian, like, yeah. Brian Danielson. Yeah. CM Punk and, and Joe had wars yeah. in ROH. Uh, Christopher Daniels, Loki, yeah. uh, Amazing, Steen, um, Amazing Red, yep. who's not, no longer wrestling. Uh, uh, Adam Pierce, who's on. Scrap Daddy, Adam Pierce. Yep, Scrap Daddy, Adam Pierce. Uh, El Generico, mm-hmm. Sami Zayn. Yep. AJ Styles. AJ Styles. Like. Roderick Strong. The greatest, uh, you know, Cesaro. Most of the AEW roster, mm-hmm. quite, yeah, a, quite a lot. I would, Red, I would say most of Red, them. I mean, Hell Red Dragon, which is Bobby Fish and yep. Kyle O'Reilly. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. No, the, we, we will never be able to truly appreciate ROH, I think, for another 10 years once that crew has finally done wrestling and we mm-hmm. can look back and go, holy shit. Yeah. I apologize for the no, for the was, curse, but that yeah, was fine. That, okay, but the, but yeah, looking back at that again, like you go to the like original years, uh, like the first year, it, I'll, I'll I I guess I'll start with this. It, it started out for the same reason Impact uh, and what TNA at the time was, mm-hmm. was started. People wanted an alternative yeah. to WWE. Not that necessarily WWE is bad. But it if you right if you <laughs> if all you like is vanilla ice cream and all you're being served is vanilla ice cream, someone's gonna look for uh, butter pecan, and that's mm-hmm. what ROH TNA like a bunch of the companies in there were well, very re- representative well, responsible. So, so let's look at the timeline here. Let's 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 consider the timeline, and then we can dive into the rest. of Yeah, them. WCW folds. Yeah, in two thousand and one, two thousand one, two thousand one. Also, so, ECW. Well, ECW uh, had folded before that, right? In two thousand, yeah. You now have. Just WWE. There's a vacuum. Yeah. You've there's got one company. There's right. this huge vacuum out there. Mm-hmm. So you have a couple places step up. You you have TNA, Jeff Jarrett stepping up in Nashville. Mm-hmm. And then in Philadelphia, who's always been a hot spot. I think it was Philadelphia is where... Uh, ROH started. It's it's the uh, it's, or, it's it's not at the Alhambra, which is the old ECW arena, but it starts in Philadelphia. It's Philadelphia, New York, New Jersey, and one other 
and one other city in Pittsburgh. Uh, not in Pennsylvania. It's not Pittsburgh, but it was someplace else. Well, Ring of Honor also started uh, uh, doing doing my research. Uh, Ring of Honor started out of a necessity, out of a necessity for the video distribution company that distributed the video for ECW. RF Video, yeah. Yeah, RF Video. Um, they they started doing combat zone wrestling uh, tapings. They did, and then uh, the uh, the guy who was running the uh, the the distribution company, uh, what's his name? Uh, Rob Feinstein. Yeah, Rob Feinstein decided why not just make my own promotion and distribute it. I already have everything in place, so that's how Ring of Honor actually started. And, and the other part there is CZW does not have a mass appeal. Mm-hmm. You know, CZW has its moments, obviously. I mean, there's some kill, there's some killer matches, literally almost, <laughs> with like Nick Gage and no, Moxley. No, he Nick Gage was dead. Yeah. yeah he was killed. He, he, was, he killed. was killed. And then a, the fact and then that a they resurrected him. resurrected him. So, you know, I mean, you have CZW, it has its point, but... Well, is it fair to say, a, is it fair to say that... CZW and ROH represent the two halves of ECW that died with ECW. With CZW, it's the hardcore combat style, literally just like throw everything at the wall. Yeah. Even then, I would say there's there's a little bit of technicality and actually humor. I look at a city in Portal and one of the greatest wrestling videos of all time when they hypnotize people yeah. and the whole locker room came out. I think that's one of the best moments in all of wrestling. But you have that side of the wrestling business. And then ROH, you have the hyper-extreme technical wrestling, yeah. like proper yeah. wrestling. I, I think that that's the two progeny of ECW. Um, we mentioned Rob Feinstein, but also the first booker is Gabe Sapolsky. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think it's very important to mention him too because he, those first, like I want to like, say maybe three to five years, he is the sole brains behind the mechanism of, yeah. of, uh, of ROH. Jim Cornette spent some time at ROH. Eddie Guerrero was on the first show with super crazy. So you have this ROH thing that pops up, right? It's, it's a, I don't want to say a dumping ground because that's not what it was, No, but it is a, a, a springboard Mm -hmm. for your up and coming independent guys who aren't ready for the, the E, Mm -hmm. right? They aren't ready to go on to WWE. They don't have the look. They don't have the style. They don't have the, 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 the ends as it were. Mm Mm-hmm. You also have some of the the uh, let go, I guess is a good term, mm-hmm. uh, WCW guys mm-hmm. that didn't come over. Right. And you like we said, you have that vacuum. Something has to be there. You know, so ROH pops up, TNA pops up. TNA goes more of the glitz and glamour. They, mm-hmm. they, they take that WCW. There was a talent trading, too. They, they they used each other's talent, TNA yeah. and yeah. ROH. Uh, that's uh, AJ Styles was like yeah. a year in ROH and then wrestled for TNA yeah. and and went back and forth. And, our, and AJ Styles, you know, when I think of AJ Styles, I think of him as being a TNA original, but... Yeah, I mean, he was an ROH He guy. started in Ring of Honor. You know, same way with Samoa well, Joe. Same remember, AJ Crystal Styles Daniels. was signed to WCW. So oh, I yep. forgot about that. Yeah, he, he was signed. Him and Daniels, too. Yep. Daniels debuted on the last episode of Thunder. Yeah. So I think you know, it like, was like the next to last. Yeah. Yeah. Probably. Like we, we have they have those ties to the big companies. Mm-hmm. And of course, they didn't get picked up by WWE. But they're good enough to be signed by WCW. Right. And as you said, you have a vacuum. And somebody's going to step in to fill that vacuum. So we have TNA kind of stepping in in the south. You have ROH in the northeast. And then... Like the way I look at ROH right now, right now... I would say PWG in the west, Pro Wrestling Gorilla. Yeah, Yeah. 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 Pro Wrestling Gorilla. You look at ROH, 
to me, ROH is that ROH is the minor leagues, mm-hmm. right? I think stuff like PWG, Combat Zone Wrestling, you know, all of those are more on the independent the independent scene, circuit, right? Right. So you get to that peak of the independent level. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're not quite ready mm-hmm. for WWE. So you've got ROH over here. You've got ROH where you can go and start getting some national exposure. You can start getting in time with those guys who are fixing to step into that WWE right. role. Right? At, at least through the DVD distribution and when they yeah. finally started doing pay-per-views, they had that exposure. It was almost like they had their own... It was like a development that wasn't attached to anybody as far as... Because they, they used the best talent that they could get. Well, well it greatly started, benefited from the last years of the tape traders. Except now it's the yeah. DVD mm-hmm, traders at that mm-hmm. point. Like, that's the initial way and, you're going to catch... And there was also on. the, like, local fan base of ECW yeah. fans in the in the eastern, the area. eastern area. And then if you start plugging into... So you start WWE. Let's just say WWE is your entrance into professional wrestling. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you start hearing about this TNA thing. Mm-hmm. So you tune over to TNA. And then from there, you start hearing about these guys in ROH. Oh. And ROH is its own thing. So you start looking at that. But it's not really on your TV down here. So you start looking up online. Yeah, to get it through and DVD. They're putting mostly some yeah. amazing content out there. Oh, yeah. You also have this point of, you know, a few years later, you know, mid 2000s, as it were. You have, like, Seth Rollins pops up, right? He's in NXT, and he is catching NXT on fire. Mm-hmm. Where did this guy come from? Right. So you start doing a little bit of look, and you find out, oh, he was named Tyler Black, mm-hmm. and he was in this ROH thing. Let me go watch some of those matches. You've got, mm-hmm. you've got Daniel Bryan. Yeah, because you right. go back Who? and you... you Let's say you catch Seth, right? No, Seth properly, is your, you have Brian Seth Danielson. is your guy, right? So you yeah, go like, back and you yeah. look. Yeah. And then you see the Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryan yeah. stuff in ROH. Then you go back a little further and you start running to CM Punk versus and Colt Cabana. Colt Cabana. Well, and specifically, and though, Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe had some really the, great matches. The, the CM Punk-Samoa Joe wars mm-hmm. are legendary. So you start seeing this, and you're like, I remember watching him, you know, last week on Raw. That was CM Punk. And now I'm seeing him without all the tattoos, blonde hair, coming out to AFI, Mm -hmm. you know. So that's where he got all this chops from. You know, and there's CM Punk steps up, and he really drags a lot of attention to to ROH, I think. Uh, We can can shit all over CM Punk right right, now. Right, of course. But in 2007... I think it was seven, right? When was he that, when he got to WWE, was that the pipe bomb that, era, two thousand seven. Um, oh, pipe no, bomb was 10. like twenty ten, two thousand ten. Yeah, because yeah, two thousand six, I think he was in in WWE's version of ECW. That's right. That's I mean, right. So, yeah, yeah, he was in wait and in OVW before yeah. that. In OVW yeah, yeah, before that. You know, yeah. Remember WWE at this time has OVW and uh, deep Flor- South. Florida Championship Wrestling well, as well. It yeah. Well, it started right. South. And then oh yeah, 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 Championship, yeah. and then finally morphed into NXT. Which is yeah. just WWE's version of Ring of Honor. That's basically right. what the the model. That was what the model was. Which was yeah. how it was built correctly by one Paul Levesque. Mm-hmm. Well, you look at it this way, right? NXT, those early NXT guys were Ring of Honor guys. They were, and it was the idea, this brainchild of, hey, these guys are really, really good in the ring. Mm-hmm. They know what they're doing, but they 
but ROH isn't on syndicated television. Right. Right. No. It's not on, you can't watch it every week. No. Still so the dumbest thing Sinclair have, did. So they don't have this. All right. You know how to wrestle, kid. Mm hmm. But you don't know how to work the hard cam. You know, you don't right. know how to take the break hold during the commercial. Yeah, the rest holds during commercial breaks. You know? Yeah. So I mean, we're going to take you to NXT and we're going to teach you that. Then you put that with what you've been doing, and now you become a star. Ring of Honor also had a gimmick uh, early on that they eventually got away from the most part, which is the Code of Honor gimmick yeah, that they had. The shaking the hands. The shaking the hands, stuff. no hurting they, the officials, no they, outside they, inter- they never interference. Got away, let me stress this. They never got away from that. Uh, it's it's something that isn't really talked about. More. It, it's, it's one of those things that established not so much babyface heel, but who was respectful and respectable and who was disrespecting well, they, and should not have been AEW respected. has been mm-hmm. mentioning it a little bit, especially with Jericho when he just recently mm-hmm. had the championship belt. Um, they brought up the Ring of Honor, or the Code of Honor. The Code of Honor. Because he wouldn't shake hands. He, mm-hmm. he wouldn't, you know, obey the the, the Code of Honor. Right? Which, so they to me, is what any times. proper heel should be doing if you're in Ring of Honor. Well, as soon as they established the Code of Honor, uh, Christopher Daniels like didn't shake people's hands because yeah. he was like the heel. Yeah, and yeah. and people booed him for and that. That's the thing. Like, like it lets you create. It gives you another creative outlet for a heel, right? Mm-hmm. You can have you can have the heels that obey the code of honor, and are just assholes, you know, and will beat the trash out of somebody, all the way up right to the line, and then stop, you know, right. And then you can have the heels that go past that code of honor to really get that heat. As long as it's done right. Because they were treating the the promotion as though it was a sport. sport. Yeah. The sport of professional wrestling. Yeah. Um, you know, so you, you we have and and now ROH has kind of become the, the second fiddle to AEW. It's owned by well, there's, Tony Khan. Well, I okay, so in my opinion, you don't get all elite wrestling without all in, and you don't get all in without Ring of Honor. Yeah. Ring of oh, Honor, right. Ring of Honor, and and Sinclair and like and Carrie uh, uh, Silken. Carrie Silken is as much responsible, in my opinion, for getting all in put together as are the Bucks, Cody, yeah. and Kenny. And, oh, and it's yeah. like Michael was saying a minute ago too. To st- jump back to something you mentioned, and then kind of we kind of went away from it. Yeah. Sinclair Broadcasting owned Ring of Honor for a long time. Yeah, they brought. I was just looking at it. They bought Ring of Honor in like 2011. Ring um, Sinclair Broadcasting owns like hundreds of network television channels. I'm not talking about like TNT, TBS. I'm talking about ABC affiliates. ABC, CBS, CBS affiliates. You're, there's Things a that, better than decent chance. That your local television station is a Sinclair Broadcasting Things that I could station. take a, I could, back in, back in my day, I could mm-hmm. plug a, a, a coat hanger into the back of my television and get these channels. Can't really do that now because of digital, but. Just get a digital coat hanger. Even if I don't, if I you, don't yeah. have cable, I can still go buy a digital antenna plug it into my TV, and I can get a handful of channels that are broadcast over the air free of charge. Mm. And Sinclair owns a huge chunk of those. 
how could you mess up so bad to not put an hour of syndicated ROH somewhere? Mm-hmm. Because it, it, a little bit of the local, the way local television works, right, is your local TV channels have bricks that are blocked out for local programming, right? Yeah. And like four to six, you know, from noon to two. The rest of that is syndicated and directed by ABC. The network. CBS. You will show. If you are an ABC affiliate from 7 o'clock central at night until 10 o'clock central, you will show. These shows. These shows. Mm -hmm. And you could throw it on, say, at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock central, ROH wrestling, lead into the 7 o'clock news or whatever. You could go back to how it was in the the 70s. Mm -hmm. You could have, okay, the local brick is from 5 to 6 for the local news. Well, from 5 to 5.30 for the local news, 5.30 to 6.30 for the world news. From 6 to 7, you could have ROH on a Saturday night. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know? And then you have Saturday Night Wrestling from 6 to 7, which is what went on for years in the 50s and 60s. Yeah, WCW's premiere show was started on a Saturday. Yeah. Yeah. Saturday Night Shotgun? No, that's no, uh, WWE. That WWE. Yeah. What did they call it? Uh, I think it was... Well, initially well, well, initially it was Georgia Championship Wrestling. Right, yeah. right. And then it became Georgia... Well, then it became World Championship Wrestling uh, with... WWE content put on there. And then when Turner bought everything back up and it's world championship wrestling, that's yeah. when you got the Carolinas and Georgia and everything pretty much back together there. Like there's something to be said for that because t- uh, Ted Turner went on record saying wrestling helped make my empire because yeah. it gave, it gave a popular time spot with good ratings that I could broadcast everywhere with my station that was just central in Georgia, but now because of cable is all over the United States and now the world. Mm -hmm. That being said, my mother worked in programming uh, at the local, at our local television station. I can tell you what she told me and I didn't appreciate it then because I was a child. And now that they had figures and numbers that said people did not want to see anything like wrestling except in the, in the Sunday mornings because by that time, everybody was so indoctrinated with the WWE cartoon show that it pretty much equated to cartoons. You weren't going to get anything in the Saturday morning block because that was your network Saturday morning cartoons. Mm-hmm. And well, I mean, ABC I- wasn't going to touch that. So the only place they could put it was in Sunday mornings. I don't think... And another thing to consider here is also you have a lot of... For better or for worse, a lot of older people making these decisions. Yeah. And they're still going to default to those older ideas. And one of those older ideas is is a Sunday morning thing. ROH does not work as a Sunday morning television show. It just doesn't. No. No. If if you want that monolith to move, you've got to move it. And what's crazy about it is, like we said, Sinclair owned it. Yeah. That didn't show up except on late nights, which would probably be the lead-in for your favorite infomercial. Right. Yeah, I remember seeing it once or twice on cable television. It was like 10 or 11 o'clock at night yeah. when it was on wrestling TV. Wrestling companies know how to make wrestling work. Media companies don't. Because media companies, much in the same way, like and I go, I would go all the way to this. If, if some of the rumors that I've heard that Amazon's looking in the WWE uh, buy, I've heard Netflix might also have some sort of interest because they need content. Mm-hmm. But that's all they need. They need content. And... Depending, all they care about is what gets attention. 
Um, if you if you listen to the next episode of Travelers on the Omnibus, hey, hey, <laughs> I had to get one. I had to get one. I had to get one sneaky one in. But if you li- one of the things we talked about, Velma is getting a second season solely off the attention it's getting. It doesn't matter it's if all it's negative. It doesn't matter good, bad, or otherwise. Well, if wait. it's moving needles, so, yeah. So we can tie this in with wrestling. Yeah. Vinnie Mac himself made a comment years ago. It doesn't matter if they cheer. doesn't matter if they boo. matters that they're reacting. Mm-hmm. So, like, like we have talked about on multiple shows when we've discussed a pay-per-view or we've discussed a Raw or something like that, and it's like the crowd was dead, which is the worst that you can have. Like, you can say what you want about Jeff Jarrett. I don't think he's a great wrestler. I don't think he was ever championship material upper mid card sure world champion never my graham said it the best about him broke a thousand uh, guitars and never drew a dime yeah so i like jeff jarrett too and the, but, it, he, but the, the, man, the, the numbers the numbers meter it out that man is a heat mm-hmm. magnet right like when he showed up on aew my god at the booze that that man got. Well, and spe- specifically for that audience, because they're tired of everything old. Yeah. With the exception of how some old wrestling was presented. Like, the reason why that dog collar match worked so well between FTR and Dem Boys uh, was because that is old school shit yeah. told by wrestlers who know how to wrestle for this audience, for yes. this younger audience. Yeah. That's why I work. the old style can work. I know I'm channeling Jim Cornette, but I promise I'll get back to I'll get back to sanity. The Gross. Old, the right. the old style works, but it has to adapt. Yeah, like well, we've made we've talked about it before, right? We've talked about FTR and AEW, and, and the fact when they came in, they were like when they first came in, and it's kind of gone by the wayside a little bit because they've become faces. When they first came in as heels, it was like any match we're in, we'll have a tag rope. You will have to hold the tag rope to do the tags. I thought that was a pretty smart idea and a real good way to bring that that heel into it because AEW wrestled in more of the New Japan style, which is like, who's legal? Everybody's in the air. So, <laughs> you know? like, we, we talked not, about a lot. That's not just a New Japan. That is American indie. That is yeah. American indie, AAA, CMLL. That mm-hmm. is through and through. Like, yeah. uh, They did it right. Mm-hmm. Whereas MJF is, I'm just going to plagiarize all of the promos from the '80s, right? And I don't think that's being done right. Where so, you have those guys that fuck are the revival, they're doing <laughs> it right. and I'm completely. Uh, I know thank you, said their name. Also, yeah, you can clip that one also if I may, on, on, on it, and I have the revival. We're talking about MJF, FTR. FTR. Thank you. I had the revival in my head, and I could <laughs> not get it. <laughs> the revival. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we're talking about MJF for one second. Another thing uh, that I don't like about uh, a lot of AEW's promos in general uh, that go on too, too long. You know, the segment that they had on WWF when, at the time between Piper and uh, Jimmy Snuka was like less than five minutes. Yeah. He hit him in the head with a coconut in less than five minutes. You don't need 15. Well, and it's also it's two people splitting splitting time. Of all people, Shane Douglas, I think, explained this the best. Like, some of your best promo people. I, I do believe Shane Douglas could cut one hell of a He could uh, cut promo. a good promo. Um, Mick Foley, Ric Flair, these people who who 
drew money because of their ability to speak. You are asking a lot of anyone to speak for five minutes and keep that interesting. Mm -hmm. Once you go over that mark, you have to be almost legendary. Maxwell Jacob Freeman is not legendary yet. He is mid. Yes. (laughs) I mean, he just is. The The best promos were short. Let's let's circle back to ROH here. Sure, sure, sure. We, we've kind of got New Jack. Got of, New Jack was one off. of the best promos in wrestling. He right? was. He um, was. So I, I've pulled up a list, mm-hmm. and this is the top ten uh, ROH matches according to Dave Meltzer. Okay. So take that for what you will. Yep. Meltzer and I tend to disagree a lot, but I don't watch ROH. I think Meltzer's seen every single I, wrestling match. I tend to listen to Meltzer when it's not directly about AEW. Mm-hmm. Well, and specifically the Young Bucks and or Kenny Omega. So, and now Will Ospreay. Yeah. So number 10, we have Brian Danielson versus uh, Takeshi Morimisha. 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 That guy. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Apparently, I'm the only linguist in this room. So there we go. So, You're um, the one with the English degree. Go, yeah, English, not <laughs> Japanese. <laughs> Brian Danielson versus Takeshi Morishima. Morishima. ROH World Heavyweight Championship from ROH Manhattan Mayhem 2. Four, uh, four and three-quarter stars. Yeah. That's where the ten, that's number 10. And that's got Brian Danielson in it. Brian Danielson. Mm-hmm. I don't know the other guy. Morishima was, Morishima was very good. But Brian Danielson. Under, yeah, he, underrated. He had only been good. wrestling for like three or four years for yeah. Ring of Honor at that time. Uh, we have Austin Aries, which is somebody we haven't mentioned. Austin yet. Aries, yeah. who also versus, wrestled for Tina. Versus another individual that we haven't mentioned, mm-hmm. Nigel McGinnis. Nigel McGinnis uh, had a really good run for a while. Yep. Uh, this was for the ROH World Heavyweight Championship and then uh, he got in sick, 2007. And then we all got denied. And like, yeah. yeah, Nigel McGinnis was one of the best wrestlers in Ring of Honor. Yep. yep. You know, he had I a. Black, I black out my Winston Wolf years with, <laughs> with TNA with him. <laughs> On, was it, on was it Win- TNA doesn't Winston count. Wolf. I think he was Winston. No, Wolf. it wasn't Winston Wolf. It was Wolf. It was. I, but I it wasn't Winston. Winston Wolf, Wolf is the guy from Pulp Fiction. Yeah. Oh, oh man. Yeah, uh, you're right. So who's the other? Oh, okay. Can, continue, and I will. Wolf. I will unbuds yeah. the other part there. Uh, we have Brian Danielson versus Kenta. Mm-hmm. So that's Hold a four. On, you, you said it wrong. It's Brian Danielson versus Kenta. Hmm. It's all in caps, yeah. guys. Like, damn it. This. Brian Danielson is on this list a lot. Oh, yeah. We've got Brian Danielson versus Nigel McGinnis at number seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, hey, finally, we have Samoa Joe versus CM Punk at number six. Um, yeah. This is Joe versus Punk 2, a five-star match. Yeah. Um, We have Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi. Desmond Wolf. Desmond. 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 I knew it was a D, yeah. but I couldn't get there. I blanked it out so much, I put Pulp Fiction into it. My apologies, people. <laughs> Um, so at number five, uh, we have Samoa Joe versus Kenta Kabashi as a five star match. That was I watched that one. That one's mm-hmm. phenomenal. Watch that on somewhere. Um, number four, we have a tag match. This is Do Fixer. I'm sorry, Do Fixer, because it's all capital. All cap again. Yeah, um, Dragon Kid, uh, Genkai Horiguchi, Ryo Sato versus Blood Generation. This is Sima. Masato Yoshino and uh, Nuriki Dio, Dio, six man tag, Supercard of Honor. Yeah, I honestly don't know any of them except mm-hmm. Sima. Yeah, I, I know, assuming I know. it's the same Sima that's been in AEW. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's that same. Uh, number three, we have Davy Richards versus Michael Elgin, which uh, okay, that one's a little complicated now, but 
I will say this for yeah, I will say Elgin's this for not exactly yeah a, I will a say this for name yeah uh, yeah but well and also the stuff connected with it like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. but I will say this Elgin's in ring product was very solid yeah yeah so yeah and then number two FTR versus the Briscoes ROH World Tag Team Championship that is definitely true Supercard of Honor mm-hmm. uh, what is that that's that's literally fifteen yeah yeah Supercard yeah. of Honor fifteen L- literally happened what three weeks has yeah. it only been a month well, ago. Is that the one from a month ago? Uh, I think that's it, isn't it? Because they that's had the dog another match. They had the other one that was. was oh no, no! Supercard of Honor was it was middle this of last is, year. This is middle of last yeah. year. This okay. is when uh, FTR wins the World Tag Wins-y, Team Championship. Yeah. Uh, and then number one, and and FTR versus the Briscoes, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, yeah. ROH World Tag Team Championship, two out of three falls. This is a five star match. Yeah. They fought uh, several times. Yeah, uh, they they were. I think I want the Briscoes were probably the longest contracted wrestlers, like off and on. They didn't wrestle throughout the entirety of Ring of Honor. They took breaks or whatnot. But as far as like longevity, they made their they made their debut with Ring of Honor in two thousand two. Yeah, which they yeah they debuted when so Ring of is, Honor yeah started, is, and when they were like between seventeen and nineteen years old. Yeah. Uh, perspective, so we're talking respect, 20 years on yes. at yeah. this, right? They have wrestled, if almost, if you can name somebody that you think that is a that is a top-tier mm-hmm. wrestler, yeah, they have almost wrestled them. Right? And they had yeah. those shows like, from the beginning uh, once a month. They like, had those shows once a month, every month. Like I mentioned at the beginning, you know, all the wrestlers that, you know, put out these, these tweets or mm-hmm. these social media blasts, that kind of stuff. Seth Rollins. I think everybody sitting at the table can agree that Seth Rollins is one of the greatest at this time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, top not the greatest, three. not the greatest of all time. No. But one of the greatest. Yeah. Working right now, I would put him top three. He puts out a tweet that says, without Jay Briscoe, there is no Tyler Black. Right. Without Tyler Black, there is no Seth Rollins. Yes. Right. Kevin Owens, who was Kevin Steen in mm-hmm. ROH, he mm-hmm. and in an, real life, yeah, in real life, <laughs> he wrote an essay about Jay Briscoe and the fact that Jay won his first world title by beating Steen, right. and just what that meant to him, what it meant to Jay, what it meant to Jay's family, because he was talking about being in the ring after that match, after the the pay per view cut. Here's Jay, his wife one of his little girls at the time, they're all celebrating, and he was just looped right in to celebrating. Mm-hmm. You know, Dante Martin posted a screenshot of a message where Briscoe sent him a text after the top flight versus uh, Moxley and Claudio match here a couple of weeks ago on AEW. Oh, the, and that makes sense. He sent a message that just said, boy, that match was a ton of fire emojis. And Dante's response was, can't wait to mix it up in the ring with you guys. And Jay's response was, anytime, right? Like, God, I, you know, you, ah, to, like, to that, step that, away. That just, that just hurt. Like, it hurts to know that because I, now, because now we get into the hypotheticals. Oh like yeah, the ones that well, they've wrestled, but now the like the ones we're not going to see, like let's just because now it can only be a dream. Like the Briscoes and the Usos, like yeah. the, like talk about Briscoes the, and New Day. Briscoes and New Day to me, Briscoes and Usos pairs off better mm-hmm. 
I think you could have tweener, tweener, and that just that 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 live crowd yeah. would explode. I mean, mm-hmm. we're not going to see any more Briscoes versus Young Bucks because those were some great matches. Yeah. We're not going to see another Briscoes versus FTR because mm-hmm. FTR just recently said their contract ends early this year. Ends in April, and they are considering taking a a year off of the big leagues. And just going doing a bunch of independent shows and doing things like that, getting back to their roots. We could have seen more of them versus the Briscoes, right? And All and you just you matches, just heard Dave Meltzer talk about top ten mm-hmm. ROH matches, like and two of those, yeah. the top two, Literally the top two, one and it. two, yeah. were yeah, FTR. So we're and fodder the in the Briscoes. Yeah, so there's all of this that we're not going to see. Mm-hmm. Warner Discovery, I, I really blame them a lot. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, let's be you know p- fully transparent type stuff here, right? Mm-hmm. Jay Briscoe made some pretty not good comments back in 2013. He made horrible comments. Like mm-hmm. horrible. we can, yeah, we can let's, let's not sugarcoat. We can, we can call yeah. this out. He made horrible comments. He made and some horrible comments from everything we know. From the people that knew him and were closest to him, and could have easily said, "No, he was always this this piece of crap." Yeah, they no like everything was like about how much he regretted what he had yep. said he apo- and knew he couldn't take it back, but did the yeah. best he could he ap- to fix that. He apologized for those comments multiple times, yeah. you know, and his apology wasn't just a "I'm sorry you got offended by what I said," right? It was a "I'm sorry I said those things. I can't take them back, but I can work to be better." You know, it was a genuine apology. And Warner refused to let AEW sign them and have them wrestle on any AEW shows. They even refused to let them do any kind of tribute show. Televised. 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 Like, kudos. Like, I'm one of the first people amongst this circle of friends who will just jump on Tony Khan for some of the dumb shit he does. But um, no, like that was that was a very solid good thing yeah. that he did there with all of like the, we're still doing so, a tribute show and we're still going to make it that you can see this yeah. without having to pay a dime. Yeah. Like a lot of a lot of the wrestlers on this week's AEW Dynamite mm-hmm. and on Rampage were wearing armbands that said J. Yes, um, the oh, Young Bucks oh. did the Doomsday Device, which was the Briscoes mm-hmm. finisher. You know, there were several like nods. And at the beginning of the AEW program, there was a, you know, in memoriam, Jay Briscoe, and Q, on the uh, Tron. on the Tron. After Dynamite went off the air in the arena, they recorded a Jay Briscoe celebration of life show. Mm-hmm. Adam Cole came out and said stuff. There were several matches there put were on. Several matches put on. Tony Khan announced after that was done. That it would be available on the uh, the Ring of Honor app for free. Whether you have a subscription or not, you can go on the Ring of Honor app and watch it. If you don't have the Ring of Honor app, you can go to Ring of Honor's YouTube page and it will be up there. The entirety of the show. So you can watch it and you can see what's going on. And to me, that's the best he can do because of the, the stipulations that Warner Media put on him for it. Um, that says a lot. It does. You know, it, it does say a lot. And, and especially because, I mean, if we want to step all the way back here, Jay Briscoe and Mark Briscoe, for that matter, never wrestled 
an AEW show. Right. Now, Tony still owns ROH, and they were still part of ROH, but they never wrestled on an AEW broadcast. So to do that says a lot. It does. It also says a lot about the talent that is in AEW. Mm-hmm. We're, we're all ROH guys. Mm-hmm. And the fact that they're like, yeah, we I know we just recorded this two-hour show. We just did this. Let's keep rocking. You know, so. And certainly not to the extent, but I'll also say, like, when they cut in at NXT to bring up the fact that they had learned and, like, yeah. they offered their condolences, it's the right thing to do. I didn't expect it because, at the very least, ROH is AEW adjacent because of how it's yeah. owned. They never stepped foot as as contracted were, talent yeah. in WWE, they and they took the time never. to at least say, God bless you and, and yeah. good luck they along your way. They were never part of WWE in any fashion at all. I have to think I have to think Triple H tried to sign them like 800 Triple times. H oh, I'm even, sure. I think Triple he H flew. Even made a, he even made a tweet about it. Mm-hmm. You know, he talked about the fact that this was a once-in-a-lifetime talent that's been taken from, from everybody. I'm I'm just looking real quick on uh, on YouTube and I do not see the full show. Yeah, I don't think it's from been the up other yet. day, so it hasn't been if posted you, as that, of. That said, look on YouTube because I know it's there. Uh, Adam Cole's tribute was filmed by a fan. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah. That's some of you. Know, excuse me, you may want to edit that part out. My apologies. Um, <laughs> no, we're leaving all that in. No, oh, okay, cool beans. I'm I'm good with that too. Uh, no, uh, no, the the emotion that uh, that. I know his actual first name is Austin. That's because it's not Adam Cole talking out there. Yeah. That's a that's a friend and a colleague mm-hmm. that is talking out there and speaking about what like how much he meant to him. So yeah, well, yeah, I mean, he, he choked he up made, a couple of times when he, he was trying he, to do that. He tweeted about how when he got to ROH, Jay Briscoe is one of the ones that took him under his wing and was mm-hmm. like, "We're gonna teach you the right way to do this." And he said, "I don't want to live in a world without." a Jay Briscoe existing, a Jam and Pew existing. Right. Yeah. You know, um, that says a lot. It does. Yeah. Like you could tell the entire wrestling world was affected by this tragic accident. Definitely. And that's what it was, man. Like he, he sent out, he had posted stuff on his Facebook page that morning. They were in Delaware, uh, their hometown because, and this is what really is a kick in the teeth. This was on the 17th when he died. The 18th is Mark Briscoe's birthday. Damn. So they were in town to celebrate a birthday, a 38th birthday for his brother with their families. Mm-hmm. And this well, tragedy happened. And and one of the one of the things that everybody has said about Jam and Pew is that he was a family man Yeah, that he loved to get out there and perform for the audience and do what he did as a professional wrestler. But at the end of the day, he wanted to be back home with his kids, with his wife. Yep. Which is the same thing that people were saying just two short years ago Mm -hmm. or, you know, when, when we lost Brody Lee. Lee. We've these, these, these kids have lost their father. And not only and, have they lost their father, but they those two kids also have a long road of recovery yep. ahead of them, too. And his wife lost her husband 
and is now going to be an only parent for two children who have a long road of recovery ahead of them. So when we say tragedy, this is a tragedy from a humanity standpoint. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we're fans. Right. It sucks that that we'll never see the Briscoes versus the Usos, or we'll never see the Briscoes versus FTR, or any of those dream matches that we would love to see. You could talk about the accolades, uh, and it's, it, it, you know, 13-time world tag yeah. team champions for ROH. It's great, but the man but is gone now. We're fans. Yeah. We didn't know this guy, right? No, I would say 99.9997% of fans did not know this guy. I mean, and, and I'll be p- completely honest before you finish your point. I've never seen him wrestle. Because I've not sought out Briscoe's mm-hmm. matches. I've seen a couple of the matches yeah. just because of things like Meltzer saying these matches are awesome. You should see it. But I wasn't a, a, a follower, right? With that said, we can be sad that we have lost these opportunities to see great wrestling. His wife lost a husband. Mm-hmm. His kids lost a dad. That sucks. Yeah. So young. You know, I mean, we talk about, you know, when when an older wrestler dies, one that we grew up watching. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, we can, t- like... Scott Hall. You Scott know. Hall. Yeah. We had a big show here last year, year before last, about Scott Hall passing but, away. But there then also, like, that one doesn't kind of fit because he died due to complications mm-hmm. from surgery. Yeah. And but like but, and the but and to me but that also is, that also cascades and like I, I, this is maudlin but like I, I look at like Kevin Nash now and like that's well, that's was, the one that's scary. That in a minute. That's the one that's that's scary. If, if you were going with that man, I was go for mention it. that in a minute. But Scott Hall's a good point though. He's an older he was an older guy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he died due to complications from surgery. But at his age, at his lifestyle, that could have easily been he died of a heart attack. Right. Mm-hmm. He died of any number of reasons. That sucked. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. But he was an older guy. Right. Right. And I, I hate saying that way, and it, it, it sounds kind of bad, but let's be real. You know, he was in his upper 50s, lower 60s, I think. This dude was 38. Right. This dude was younger than everybody at this table except Michael. Yeah. And he's only... And he's only a couple years older than yeah, Michael. He's only mm-hmm. two years older than me, because right. I'll, be, I'll be 36 this year. So, you know, that is awful. Now, Jay mentioned Kevin Nash. Something else to bring our our, our, our yeah. show down, right? So we mentioned several, about a month or so ago, or about two or three months ago now, I think, that Kevin Nash's son had passed. Mm-hmm. Months and, after Scott Hall had passed. Mo- yeah, like a month after yeah. Scott Hall had passed. And Nash, I think it was a little longer than that. but And Nash made the comment then, you know, that, he wasn't sure if he was going to make it, right? This was his best friend. Well, he had a, a he's got a podcast, and on one of the the one of the most recent podcasts, he made a comment about, you know, he just doesn't want to get up anymore anymore. And I think it was with Conrad, right? No, no, it's, no uh, not Conrad. What was the guy's it's, name? It's um, Sean Sean Oliver from it's, Sean Oliver. It is. It's one of the few professional wrestling podcasts that is not Conrad co-hosted Tom by Conrad Thompson. So, Sean or owned Oliver, by Conrad's company. Yeah. yeah. So Sean Oliver makes a comment. Man, you can't make comments like that. 
you've got guns. Because he said something about putting a gun he in his mouth. He said something about he yeah. wakes up every morning. Yeah, he, he, he wakes up every morning and turns off the alarm clock with his with his gun in his mouth or something. Oh like my that. lord! Um, I, I don't. And I, Oliver makes the comment, "Man, you can't say stuff like that. You got guns." And Nash's response was, "I can say whatever I want as long as I leave a note." Wow, he's not doing well. Right. There was a wellness check mm-hmm. that went out to talk to him, and you know I think he's released something saying, "Hey, yeah, he's released. I'm it okay. Don't saying, you know? You know. Th- thank you, but you know, you guys don't need to." Like he's released a couple of things talking about the fact that you know it used to be four people in his house. Now it's only three. This was his best friend. He doesn't have a reason to get up anymore is what it is. And, you know, I don't have kids. I don't. In fact, none of us sitting at this table have children. No. That we know of, at least. Um, I don't know what it would be like to lose my son or my daughter, right? I know what it felt like to lose my parents. Yeah. But that's kind of expected in life. Mm-hmm. You know, your parents, yeah. as morbid as it sounds, your parents are supposed to go before you do. Right. Some people consider it, it the greatest tragedy when a father outlives a son. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. mother outlives a daughter, yeah. I don't know what it would feel like to lose your kid. So, and then Let alone you your kid, on. Your kid and your best friend within, yeah. within a year of one another. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, these wrestlers give us a lot. They do. You know, we always sit... Hell, we have a podcast mm-hmm. talking about what they give us. Yeah. We all get together up here on Wednesday nights at McNars and watch AEW. We get together from time to time and watch pay-per-views. You know, if we got a random Monday off, we'll get together and watch Raw. Hell, on the nights their pay-per-views are on, we pretty much, wherever we are, we've got it running. And we're, like, and we're, and, talking, and we're, about we're talking about it. We're talking about it, yeah. We're engaged with that side of their life. The entertainment side of their life, yeah. We don't usually see too much behind the curtain. Mm-mm. There are some that get out there on Twitter, and you know they put they put their stuff out there, and and you know you can you can kind of get a peek in. But we're still fans at the end of the day. They give us so much, and yeah. then you know then we see things like this, and it's like mm. I mean they're people too. Yeah, they yeah. they give they give us so much time. There was I I can't remember which one, but it was one of the older wrestlers. He's like, you miss birthdays, you miss anniversaries you miss miss somebody passing you can't make it to the funeral because you got a show that night every some people have powered through that every year wwe has a holiday show Mm -hmm. you know and some of those guys like i think it was was it this no it wasn't this year it was a couple years ago i think christmas was on monday Mm -hmm. monday night raw still went on the air Right, mm-hmm. and it was live, and it was live. Yeah, Those well, hell, don't there. forget about the tribute to the troop show. Like, yeah. yeah, like you're, especially when like in the early goings of it, where they were flying out to Iraq. Now you're you're yeah. talking about flying into an active Warzone. theater, yeah, and yet there's no telling if the C one thirty might eventually get targeted. And they were doing that more than once a year. They were yeah. doing that multiple times yeah. a year, going out there and supporting the troops. Mm-hmm. I, these, I, these guys. Give us their lives and their bodies. And girls. And girls. And, and girls. girls. Mm-hmm. You're, you're right. Mm-hmm. I was, too. I, no, I was no, no, including. Like, yeah, I, no, no. I, I wanted to stop an angry email from coming about. Coming about. <laughs> These performers give us their lives. They give us their bodies to make us happy for 
three hours or two hours or, or one hour Arguable or maybe even five, sense. ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> reference to inter- inter- reference to every other episode of Whiskey and Wrestling ever. To, to entertain us. To entertain right. us. For ever how long they're on, yeah. on, on TV, on the pay-per-view. And yes, we come on here every other week and we bitch and moan <laughs> about right. decisions or maybe we didn't think a match was very good. And maybe we don't say this enough, but I think I can speak for, for Jason when I say this, and I think I can speak for you guys as well. Mm-hmm. We really do appreciate even the attempt, because this is, like Jason said, this is a huge part of, of the four of us, it our is. lives. It is. Uh, we have friendships that have built around yes. this. Yes. Us like, coming up here, sitting down mm-hmm. and watching it's a, a bonding. It's a bonding show. experience. I think. I think everybody at this table will agree that Jade Cargill is a terrible wrestler. Mm-hmm. That said, Jade Cargill, the person, is awesome. Right. Yeah. She likes the original Evil Dead. Like yeah. That blew my mind. <laughs> yeah. So it's like the you would not think the person from the from the character yeah. would like it's like anytime I find out these things about about wrestlers makes it, you it, happy. Yeah. Like, like that they're regular people. That they're regular yeah, people. I think that's one of the reasons one of my, why I, I'm tired of MJF because he doesn't drop that. Yeah. And it's annoying. Like, ah, my bad. I said it again. 53 minutes. I'm going to throw up the <laughs> adult tag on this because I think that yeah, we've maybe. we've dropped enough stuff that I think that this needs to, to it's be also adult. A little heavier, it's very so, heavy. Uh, it's very heavy. So I'm still going to go in and probably. Do you need an audience it. discretion is advised. I think I know <laughs> someone who does that. So. Like, like you're you're talking about that though, right? And and maybe it's just because it's one of my hobbies, but the fact that Shayna Baszler is a huge 40k fan. Mm-hmm. There's a video of her and it was uh, it was her and Creed. Creed, yeah, and they went to that game in store, a game yeah. store, and she is explaining to him 40 40k, and he is like boggling over the information <laughs> that she's giving him. And she's like, oh, and this army does this and this and this and this. Oh, and these guys over here, blah, 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 uh, blah, and blah. And the, the joy in her face when he said, do we need to get into this? And like, yeah. and she just lit up like a Christmas Watching tree. Thunder Rosa eat tacos with other wrestlers is some of the yeah. best things I've ever seen on, on YouTube. Yeah. You know, just sitting there eating tacos. Eating tacos. You know, those, those peaks behind the person that really, to me, brings this kind of stuff home. It really brings that when something like this happens, you know, it's one of those where you really have to kind of step back and you have to kind of go, man, thanks for what you did. Mm -hmm. Thanks for everything you gave. Thanks for everything that you sacrificed for our entertainment up to, and really, including your life at this point. Absolutely. Um, so I think that that's a great way for us to start moving towards yeah. the end. Yeah. I, I do want to make a few statements. Um, we still don't know what caused the crash. Yeah. Uh, it was a head-on collision. The other vehicle crossed the lane and, and hit them head-on. She did pass away as well. So uh, to her family as well, mm-hmm. we, we want to offer our condolences I'm going to say right here, right now, we have said this before on this show. 
don't drink and drive. Yeah. Uh, and like I say, there is no, uh, I've seen no report saying that she was, but I would please don't drink and drive until there is something official. I would hold off. I would hold off on that part because God, like this could just have been a horrible circumstance oh, where uh, like, like her phone might have dropped from the console and may have like struck her leg or the wheel or something. Oh, yeah, Some no, accident no, may have happened that put it on yeah. there. This is, I'm, this is going to be just very generic. I am not accusing her of all at right. all, but please don't drink and drive. If you are down here on the coast and you know, Jason or myself, mm-hmm. um, please give me a and, call. Give me a text. Give me a Facebook and, message. And, honestly, and I will be happy to come at any time. Like this is any time. Throw, me, day or throw night. me in that list too. Yeah. Throw me on that. List I, I didn't want to, I didn't want to throw you guys no, go on for, that. No, without at least you. throw mm-hmm. me on there. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. And honestly, that goes for not just being drunk. Uh, yeah. That if you're extremely being, tired is also considered tired. being under the influence. Yeah. Yeah. We've, we've had nights where we've been recording here and just like, I'm not feeling it. So I, there's a couch right there. Take a mm-hmm. nap for two hours and get back and then yeah. get mm-hmm. on. The yeah. So, so please reach out to us. And the other thing that I want to say please do not get in your car and start driving down the road without putting your seatbelts on. Yeah, because he did not have his seatbelt on. He was not wearing his seatbelt. We don't know whether that could have saved his life or not, obviously. But wear your seatbelt. Yeah. You know, I'll also speak, I'll add something to that, just as the, the resident guy who works at this company. Don't text and drive either. No, definitely not. Please. It can wait. Mm-hmm. And and I'm stealing that line from the company that I work for. Yeah. That was their slogan. It can wait. Hey, I get it. We're, we're all tied to our phones. We're all, you know, buried in them 24-7, it feels like. I have had mine out on the table yeah, this entire exactly. show looking at it, as, as have other people as we've looked at different things. But try not to be distracted when you're yeah. driving because you don't know when that that two seconds of looking at that text message will have you swerve across the center line mm-hmm. or into a ditch or off a bridge or any of those type of things and can create a situation like this. Again, not saying that's what happened. Right, we of don't course. know, but yeah. it very easily could. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess with all of that said, we, we do need to, to thank our sponsors. Yeah. Well, our not, sponsor, not sponsored. <laughs> yes, because they, they do we not call, pay us money. We call them the thank you, thank yous. Uh, uh, the, the yeah, yeah we, we yeah. do need to say our thank yous. Uh, big thank you to McNarb Gaming here in Goshe, Mississippi. And its owner, Cameron Spanier, as recognized by the city of Goshe. <laughs> Interesting. Do you, do you not know about that? I did. I do yeah. not. Okay, so. We're offline, we need to, no, story no, time. No, just, I'll do it just a quick on it. So uh, about a, two or three weeks ago, the city of Goshe was going around putting stuff on their Facebook page, and they're still doing it about some of the local businesses here. And one of them was a, was a spotlight and Cameron, Cameron did the spotlight on Facebook and they go, Cameron Spanner, owner of MacNarb gaming. <laughs> and so Cameron is now the owner of MacNarb gaming. Sorry, Greg. Uh, well, thank you, Cameron. Facebook for allow- is nine tenths of the law. <laughs> then thank you, Cameron, for allowing us to have this space <laughs> <Yeah>. to record. <laughs> yes. Thank you, Cameron. Thank you, thank Cameron. You, Greg. Thank you, Greg. Uh, thank you, McNarb gaming guys. If there's any game that out there that you're interested in, Come down here. They have it. If you're interested in Pathfinder, they've got some Pathfinder stuff here for you. I am not mentioning the other company in the other They also game. have something that sounds like Digitals and Devils. Um, you can figure that out on your own time. Uh, they've got a ton of 40K stuff if you're mm-hmm. interested in Warhammer 40K. 
They have 40k stuff. They, I wouldn't say a ton. They, they wouldn't say a ton. They have miniatures. They, okay. they have. We have miniatures over. Like, let me say, feature. Uh, buy Wingspan, and yeah. then buy all its expansions because the game is amazing. Well, also, um, what else is amazing, if I may interject, is the community we have here. The yeah. gaming community is very, very open to uh, new people coming in and playing and sitting down. It, anybody will teach you anything. And guys, they they have an entire wall, an entire wall of games that you can just pull the game off the wall and sit down and play. And if you don't know how to play it, there's somebody here that will be happy to show you and work with you and teach you how to play that game. They may not be happy about it, but they'll still do it because they're, uh, they're, they're, uh, they're tutors. I was about to say they're soldiers, but that (laughs) that seemed also offensive as well. So I didn't know. (laughs) And of course, while you're in Gaucher, check out our other place, big dog liquor. Mm -hmm. That's where we get, 99% 99% of our alcohol from, mm-hmm. uh, you know, Brad has pretty much everything you can think of on the shelf. And if it's not up there, he can probably order it for you. Uh, if you're a wine person, he does discounts on case purchases. He also does discounts for senior citizens and military. And if you go visit on Wednesday, you can stack those discounts. So that's a pretty good way to get some cheap booze. If you're old and you served. Um, Jay, do you want to tell us about uh, Travelers on the Omnibus? You, you'll do Fearology, okay? That 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 is what's going to happen. Not sure, because I was I thought they would they would point it to you and then they're going to me. So, in the words of our, we don't friend, want to steal y'all's gimmick. No, no, it's okay. In the uh, words of our friend, hello, I'm Ethan Skinnell uh, from Travelers on the Omnibus. No, I'm not going to do that. I did that to him on the other episode. You just did it just now. And I just yeah. did it just now. So yeah, yeah, but no, Travelers on the Omnibus. Sorry, Ethan. Or you're welcome, Ethan. Maybe he maybe he likes the the little <laughs> joke. Who knows? I haven't asked him, so I don't know. There we go. Again, Travelers on the Omnibus, a field trip through nerd and pop culture. Every week we pick some piece of uh, nerdy and or pop culture stuff and we talk about it. We also uh, talk about our week's worth of nerdings and see what kind of things we do in there. Uh, this week I watched Velma and and horribly dis, uh, disliked it. And Jody watched a movie that I'm going to try to make him tell you about now. Jody, tell us about your show, Fearology. Uh, yeah, Fearology is my solo podcast that I'm probably going to have like plenty of guests on this year because we keep talking about the the subject matter that I'm going to start recording, and then uh, we end up like agreeing to record together at some point. Uh, some of the other travelers are probably going to be on a couple episodes. If you guys are around, you know, jump on in. If we're doing it back here, we can get on in it. I watched a movie with Sam Neill from 1980 uh, set in West and East Berlin called Possession. Uh, it's a fever dream, and that's all I'm going to say for your PG-13 show. Yeah. Because I can't go into any more details about it. Uh, Jason, you want to tell us about Silence Your Cell Phones? Yeah, uh, that's a show. <laughs> uh, our buddies Jarrett and Kevin, they do uh, Silence Your Cell Phones. It's it's more about modern movies and bingeable Netflix shows. They do their, their stuff on your favorite podcasting app, as well as on YouTube every mostly every week. Um, so give them a, a listen, a watch, a subscribe, a, a whatever the kids say nowadays on these YouTube things. Um, so and I think with all of that said, can I throw uh, in another one real quick one? Yeah, uh, I we've, guess. we've added, we've added this one lately, but, uh, to our friend, Kevin Gallo, AKA Ron and Rooster on Twitch and Kevin Gallo on YouTube. Every Tuesday he's doing live playthroughs. Uh, it, it alternates week from week. No. He, 
See, you need to not plug Kevin because we don't want the angry emails that Brady keeps getting. Don't worry. You just forward them to uh, me, and then I'll forward them to Brady, and it just works. But no, uh, every other week, uh, they're running either Cyberpunk, which is being DM'd by uh, Kevin, or Poke Roll, uh, the uh, unofficial Pokemon role-playing game, which is being DM'd by Jarrett. So it's been a lot of fun every week. Again, check them uh, check them out. Leave, leave a tip or a, or a sub- subscribe over there if you can. And with all of that said, again, I want to reiterate to everybody who is a professional wrestler out there, from the bottom of our hearts, we say thank you to the family of Jay Briscoe. We offer our condolences, such as we are, such as they are, and to Jay Briscoe, thank you. Yeah. Godspeed, man. Cheers. Cheers.